Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah. Dude, rockin' here. Uh-huh. Pull this one from the depths of Alice Cooper. Episode 81, or as it could be known as, Ochentayuno. Why did I say that? You know why. Viva España, baby. Told you. Are you surviving this weather? I picked this song for a very, very obvious reason. And uh, Alice is going to let us know why. Say it, Alice. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Uh, It is sultry out there. I know who's not hot. Louisville City, not on. Not again. Ay, ay, ay. Man, racing came back. So that was okay, I guess. At least they fought back. Ooh, it's pretty hot up there. I like the course. Dogs are barking. Woof. Cats are streaming. What? The streets are steaming. <laughs> Got to be some devils. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Alice. You have to go now. I'm going to end up listening to the whole tune. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love him. Anyway. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC and Racing Louisville, as well as our men's and women's national teams. And I guess any other topic, soccer or otherwise, we choose to opine on. Recording on 823, hopefully for re-release on 824. It's the end of August. Uh, This is the dog days, I think they call them, in baseball or something. Not that I watch baseball anymore. Hopefully you're doing well. And uh, hopefully you enjoy this show. Anyway, let's get right at it. We are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share, share the steamy love. <laughs> anyway, five tings. That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's and women's teams national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this. So you should feel muy bien. <laughs> Number five. Not yet. Okay. Put down the pumpkin spice and step away slowly. Okay. It's just stop, stop, stop. It's the end of August. It's not October yet. What is with you people? (laughs) I mean, Oktoberfest beer. All right. Maybe you don't drink beer. I understand that. But stop with the pumpkin spice. Ay, 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 you people. Number four, say cheese, Lionel. You know how ridiculous this has gotten? Apparently they're playing uh, uh, Newport in a, in a game tonight. I guess it's a U.S. Open. And they're going, one of, I'm not sure if it's Apple or not, but they're going to have a camera dedicated to him. Like, it's only going to follow him around the pitch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. The, the idol worship. Oh, my, it, it's just, it's insane. Anyway, you knew this was coming. Number three, Viva España. Come on, man. Tremendous performance uh, all through the tournament. Uh, this is a team. They had some troubles getting to this tournament, too. But the thing is, is that they're set up to have a massive generational run with this team. And I'm not rooting against the United States ever. But if it's going to be somebody to take their place, I, I hope it's them. I mean, really, it's just a tremendous win. And they've got some little controversy, too. We're going to talk about that. Number two, not again. You know what I'm talking about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? The fifth time Lou City just got absolutely drubbed in a game this year. I mean, they, it, it was that was a hard watch, especially in the hot sun. Thankfully, we had a little watch party. That was kind of cool. Well, not really cool. It was like super hot, actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they're trying. I mean, give the team credit. I mean, they're, they're trying to do all kinds of things. But yikes! Number one could have been worse. You got to give Racing some credit here. They fought back, and. Um, uh, although they were they were taking a pretty good beating themselves. I mean, the star-studded uh, team from Los Angeles. I, oh, my gosh. The star-studded Angel FC. Um, put up a pretty good fight. I think we put up a pretty good fight to defend against that. Came back, got a point, and oh, we are right in the middle of a playoff fight uh, with, with uh, not a bunch of games left. So hopefully they can make this happen. We're going to see. But you know what? This is what you need to do. If you're stressed, kick your feet up, take a break and a drink, relax. Unless you're a Louisville City fan. I mean, it's kind of hard to relax right now. (laughs) Anyway, there you have it, folks. Another rendition of 
Anyway, Joey Cecil. All right, folks. This is episode 81. <laughs> Joey, why did I say it in Spanish? <laughs> because you're crazy. <laughs> I told you, baby. Should have got on the Spain train. I'm on the train. I'm on the hydration <laughs> train now. Or the who did we piss off yet 105 degree temperature I'm train. You, dude. Dude. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I'm going to be working tomorrow night in a bowling center where the AC is not functioning all the way properly. You got to be kidding. Oh my gosh. So thoughts and thoughts and prayers, mobile you. fans, uh, <laughs> alcohol, whatever, whatever you can send. And, uh, but, uh, but we're not here to discuss that. No, we're not. Uh, let's get, let's, let, let's get the redheaded step shot all the way first. Yikes. Louisville city on the road to Birmingham. No lineup changes, but I thought I heard a shriek of joy from somewhere in Southern Indiana. That Jorge Gonzalez was back. Yeah, on the man. Bench. Yes, he was. Uh, so early in the game, but before I before I just say what I'm going to say, mm. what the hell did Van Ockel do to himself? I don't know. What do you mean? He had bleach blonde hair, but his beard oh. was still the same color. Oh, we, did, we talked about that in the, in the fan zone. We did talk that about was, that. He, whatever that was, let's not. Yeah, it looked ridiculous. Whatever that was. Yeah. I don't know if he lost a bet. Just <laughs> don't. I, I remember that. I saw that, and I went, what, um, yeah, what was that? I know. I dude, um, We did talk about that before during the and game. And he's not the kind of guy with the personality to do that. Right, right, right. So, yeah. <laughs> now, let's just, let's just so now that the happiness is out of the way, mm. let's just go ahead and say it. Right. Louisville City did not show up to this game. No, it was just. Two easy first-half goals given up, including a penalty, and that was all she wrote. Yeah. Just... Um, I got to say this. I've been harping on it. But it's it take the word possession out of play. This formation, this team has to find a better way to control these games. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, I they don't. let Birmingham run that entire first half. It, it was it, it was it was just. I, I, I mean, I, it was just really bad. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing in the yeah. first half that you could sit there and go. You know, you try to find two okay. or three things. Okay, we we got a chance in the second. You know, like I right. quit watching. Yeah, I, just, I honestly I don't like doing that. But I, I have no idea what the hell it was about. No. Um, it was listless. It was, yeah. it was, you know, it was just, it was so, for a team that's fighting to move in the playoffs and, and fighting to stay, to get a home game and to just drop that, you're just yeah. like, what is, yeah. what? What? Yeah. what? But at the same time, let's be, let's be fair here, okay? Birmingham played extremely well. Oh, they yeah. really, really did. I mean, they were sharp. They were executing. They were motivated. They they, they played as bad. We can't blame them winning the game on us being poor. They executed and played very well. You got to give credit where credit is due, man. But I'm also going to give critique where the critique is due. Sure. And our guys just, they couldn't be bothered in that first half. I don't know what was, what you was know? going on. I and I got to mention this after the painful draws recently as well. Mm -hmm. I think it's only fair to bring formation and tactics back into question. Sure, of course, got to bring everything you know? back into question. Not so, what... so um, Joey, we said it. We should have lost the Charleston game. Yeah, you know, you so said I, the same thing about RGV. Yep. So I mean, so yeah. Um, I, I know you got a point you want to bring up before I do a last little wrap up. Sure. On the upcoming game. Uh, well, actually, I'm gonna, one thing was, well, there's actually three notes. I have three notes, and I can throw okay. them all because none of them were like, One of them is that at least Jorge looked lively. If there's okay. one thing you could take out of this game, when Gonzalez came on, at least he brought some spark out there. So who knows? Maybe that's maybe something changes. Um, the second thing is is that I did mention on the, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, I, th I threw it out there online. Look. That $1.5 that we got for Josh, let's see what the ownership does with the spending of that money. Because if they don't retool this team and it just be, we're going to give this another go, then you're questioning the motivation now. Okay. Because that money needs to be reinvested in three or four players. Because you've got plenty of cash to do that. You've got plenty of cash in USL with the contracts and such to get three or four quality players to replace who we assume is going to be leaving at the end of the year. Because th th whether we make a run or not, and Joey, we still could. We could still make a run. Anything could happen, all right? But the thing is, is that y y are you going to gamble on it? 
Are you going to bet on that? I'm not. But the thing is, is that that money, what they do with that money really is going to define what this ownership group's, group's all about. I don't know what you think about that. Okay. No, I mean, the thing is that, you know, like, I, I can't judge it right now. Cause, sure. I mean, who's really available at this point in the oh, year? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean next know? year. I mean, into next but year. But I get it. But, yes, it is. It's going to be. It's a, It's part of the biggest offseason in the franchise's Absolutely. history. Absolutely. Outside of the first offseason. Right, right. You know? And but, I, yeah. And I did want to throw a shout out. At least give the ownership. The fan zone thing, even though it was a morgue because it was so hot and they played so poorly. At least there were yeah. some people that showed up, and it was a pretty. It was good a good crowd. idea. I yeah, respect it. It was, and that's yeah. all. That's you it. Know, I don't ever want to talk about this game again. <laughs> only, only side note I would have brought up is sure. maybe throw it up on the big screen till the yeah. The, I get, but I get you don't want to do that right. while the NWSL is exactly. warming up. Exactly. Yeah. But there was a whole first half you could have put up on the big screen. Right. Okay. Yeah. You that's know? fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, because there was more shade out there than there was in the fan zone. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have had people right. standing in Scouts' house watching it. Sure. Uh, but that's my only criticism of it. Right. Um, yeah, so they get Oakland at home Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Oakland is third in the West, right. so, that, so that means we have a chance. We got a chance on this one. So it's not a bottom tier team, that's but they're third, and that's a surprise too because Oakland people thought Oakland was not going to be good this year. So well, it, it's Louisville City West. <laughs> they they have Tarek Morad and Napo yeah. Metzoso. Do they really? I didn't know Morad was there. Yeah, oh, that's still right. there. He was last year, this is the second it's year. Louisville City West. Yeah, man. But but they're they're third, but they're but they're not a, a basement dweller. So so chance. We got a chance now. <laughs> chance. Chance. Wow. I'm still confused on how this works. Well, we'll see what I happens. I think they are too. I mean, um, they're barely holding on for a home playoff spot now. So at a chance. It, you know what? You know what it is now. Mm-hmm. The phrase "nut up or shut up." Yeah, it's just time to get going. It is. You can't keep waiting for the switch to flip. Yeah, I, I, Time I, to get going. Absolutely. Let's hope it starts Saturday night because there ain't that many left. No, sir. Anyway, I'm done. So, I don't ever want to talk about that game again. So now we go on to another game that had that potential. Uh, Racing Louisville took on the star-studded, the star-studded Angel City Angel side. Angel City, absolutely. Um, can't say one without the other. I was wondering if Kim would throw some of the World Cup players right back into the mix, and he did. Mm-hmm. Sav, Wong, and Ari all start, along with Elliot center back, and Nadia and Nadim up top. Yep. Some changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a nice touch, though, also during the uh, lineup announcement that they announced the national team recognition, too. Yeah, that was cool. I, I thought that was nice. How do you feel if you were the next player after those three, though? Yeah, really. <laughs> I forget who it was. I think it was Paige Monahan. And, it's like, mm-hmm. and here is regular old. Yeah, right, right, right. Paige right. Monahan. Yeah, and they were kind of intermixed, weren't they? I don't. If I remember. No, no, no. It was no, one did. after the other. It thankfully. was. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. I, and, I, and sadly, I don't think they did it when Uchina got subbed on. Uh-huh. That would have been cool. Right. <laughs> but um, that was a nice touch. Um, just overall, struggled to get out of first gear. Yeah, man. Um, you know, worst start we could have had with that crowd we had. Exactly. And, and shout you out know? to getting that many people there, right? Oh, yeah. We Also, we were trying to play out of the back early on in the first half against their high press and just playing right into it. Mm-hmm. They were hemming us in. Uh, Monaghan did go off the post in first half stoppage time. Mm-hmm. It was just a flat, flat first half. I, um, bonus was at least we didn't concede. Yeah, and Joey, I have to wonder a little bit. The anticipation of co- having the players who played well come back here. I wonder if that l- led into the crowd after about twenty minutes. Just we were taken out of the game, Joe. Well, I mean, the, I mean, you know, it, it was I, just I like always, a, we were all watching. It was like nobody's doing anything here. <laughs> well, I, I got. Well, I also it always goes back to like when performers will yell at the crowd, whether concert go over wrestlers, you right. know. Come on, insert city we're in. Right, right, right. I always say, give me something to cheer about. Exactly, exactly. It was just a flat place. Right. It was just exactly um, the, the whole vibe was 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 not what I really expected it to be. You know, and mm-hmm. then at half we make a sub. Rebecca Holloway on for Carson Pickett. She had a little injury moment. Looked like a cramp maybe. Yes. Uh, but she she went off at half. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to wake up a little early in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, How went just over the bar after a corner cluster and. Uh, Sav earned a corner on a diving save, right. uh, all leading up to Angel City taking the lead. Uh, 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 uh. What? Star-studded Angel City. Come on, Joey. You might get a fine. <laughs> if, you, if you don't hear anything else, it was my phone disconnected the call. <laughs> but they take the lead as, as they work the ball in the box, and Rebecca Holloway just mm-hmm. gave Katie Johnson yeah. all the space in the world to yeah, finish her, was, her shot. It was too much... Yeah, I have. I, it, it, she had a lot of room. <laughs> yeah. Between the sad part was Holloway, I kind of get. I'm not her biggest fan. She right. hasn't really done much for us in a defensive mm-hmm. space. But yeah. Jalen was also there trying to cover it. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, with the way the game had been, you can kind of say a deserved lead just because yeah, they had and, the ball. And, and Joey, I got that. No, might as well just say that too. Just said it about. Uh, uh, just said it about Birmingham. You know, the star-studded LA uh, 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 winged people. Uh, they actually played pretty well in the second half. So it's, it wasn't. Yeah. You know, you got to give. I mean, they they were putting the pressure on us, and after yeah. about fifteen minutes, they earned it. They earned that goal. The star-studded yeah. angel, angel wing people. I'll give. I'll give Kim credit. He sends Connie and Davis on at the same time. Yeah, man. Saying, you know what? We're going for it. Absolutely. Uh, then we then equalize in the 79th. Uh, Maddie Picorni's cross finds Davis's head. Yes, and the does. ball just squeaks in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was not the prettiest goal ever. Mm-hmm. It just it went over the line. Yep. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, odd odd passage of play towards the end. DeMello goes down in the box at the end. Mm-hmm. Not even a VAR check. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, from mm-hmm. being in Scouts House, I know we're a little biased. It looked like there was some contact. Okay. I, I, we didn't. I didn't have a good sh- a view of it at all. I the mean, we're fact, the, other the fact that there wasn't even a check, mm-hmm. a pause, right, to confer, little sketchy. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you know, and that goes back to one of my points here. I've seen some bad refereeing performances, and this was up there for one of them. Okay. Um, you know, person wasn't consistent. It took till what the 88th or 89th minute for Angel City to get their first yellow. First yellow, as, yes, as we had correct. two or three. I, th- yeah, and it was there was there was a there was a substantial amount of contact in this match. I wasn't like yeah. it, you know there was a it, this was a pretty physical match for them to get their first that late. Totally agree with you. Yeah, it was just it was very uneven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't one of those games where you're like, how did we get six yellow cards? Right. It was just not an evenly called affair. Um, overall, a disappointing draw, yeah. especially in front of a record 10,214 for racing. Yeah, man. Great job getting everyone out. Yep. But, man, this was a game to win and to put on a display of attacking football. Right, right, You know, right. to really draw these people back, and they just didn't. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, good late fight to grind out a goal, but we yep. just didn't have that usual energy and quickness. Right. Um, so that's what I, I have a question there. On sure, that. sure. Before I, before I give some shout-outs to some players who did play really well, mm-hmm. I question, you know, how could we not start our returning players? But, man, in hindsight, they just didn't have that same impact, whether right. it was just, you know, not having the full energy from coming back from around the world, I, as Scouse pointed out. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. They were 12 hours away six days ago. It's a 12,000-mile adjustment. And you, it's not like, um, you know, they and they were working hard over there. Yeah, you know, they weren't. It, it, I mean, they just, weren't exactly bench put bench players, right? And they so, you know, regular. It, I mean, it usually takes a few days just to get your legs back so, under you. So yeah, yeah and that's you when know. you kind of that's when you kind of question the validity of starting three yep. of them. Yep. But you also go, how don't you? Right. You know. Right. Especially so, with the, with especially as touted as everything was over there, to sit them down in the first, they probably wouldn't want to sit down. You know, I get it. Yeah. No, I understand. It's a it's a damned if you do, damned if you exactly. don't scenario. Exactly. Um, uh, fun fact I, I like I point out just for like being mischievous here. Yeah, it was some Challenge Cup players that uh, got that draw. You know. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Uh, it, it wasn't the World Cup stars who, oh, who scored that equalizing goal. Yes, you know. Yes. Yes. Hint, yes, hint, yes. Wink. Wink. Nod. Nod. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I say, I'm give a couple shout outs here. I think Nadia had a solid shift she holding sure play did. up. She absolutely just no did. help. No help in front of her. No one making runs or anything. She did a really good job holding play up, mm-hmm. waiting on the team. Yep. Uh, and also, I think I think Maddie Picorni had a great sub appearance besides just that assist. Okay. Uh, she was very active, especially in the attacking third. Right. Right. Um, yeah. You know, she. I think she definitely had a great appearance. Uh, anything else on this game, Joe? Before we do a little preview for yeah, this man. coming weekend. Um, I, I thought you already mentioned two of them. The the, the coaching substitution was a positive one. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. really love that. And you know, he's really growing on me. Sure. You know, and 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 it's it's just this team is so close, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one is Davis getting a goal in this match is is really great um, because you know her being, I hate to say, it, probably the third option up top. Um, you know, once everybody's healthy again, but to have somebody at that somebody in in the depth of the squad getting another goal. And you can't. I mean, she's had a pretty good year uh, overall, and that's it's one of those players I've been really been watching. Um, you know, talent wise, they have more than we do, and you can't say that they they didn't display uh, it at I times. Wouldn't, I wouldn't say that so much. Really? No, I don't think so. Okay, I don't. Especially I, since they're. I mean, even if they're healthy, I don't think so. All right. Okay. No, I don't. I mean, maybe I'm a little biased with sure. that. I don't. I don't. Okay. Well, let's there's see a it. reason. There's a reason they're below us. 
Well, I think the reason they're below, uh, there could be other reasons uh, that the star-studded, angelly winged people are struggling so well. And maybe it's their own expectations and moving to L.A. and other things right. like it's, that. It's a star-studded it's not, ownership. It's, it's, That's the only thing star-studded about it. It ain't breaking my heart. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. Yeah, Savannah McCaskill not scoring yes. didn't break my Dude, heart either. I had a heart. I, I had that. I had the. <laughs> Remember, it was last year it was like, oh, man, we miss her. I don't miss her anymore. No. <laughs> I, I had hope against hope in this match. Mm-hmm. That just one time Jalen Howe would wreck her shit. Really? Just, just a clean out. Mm-hmm. And it never happened. Okay. And I'm so sad we didn't get that. Yeah. Or a Sav on Sav collision. Okay. Show our Savannah's better. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> you know, but overall, you know what? Let's take a positive here. They got yeah. the draw out of it on a game where they just didn't have it. Right. A uh, game that maybe a couple of years ago they get blown out. Oh, sure. And then the, so, la- the last note I had on it, Joey's, and I posted is those two 2 0 comebacks that went against us are the difference between us being a playoff team and not being a playoff team. Yeah. So that's because um, they could be sitting fifth right now, uh, sitting sure. seventh. Um, and that's, Joe, everything's sort of playing out. I think the way we talked about it is, you know, a little defensively making some mistakes here and there, having strength up top, and you know, and, and we're stronger as the further up the pitch we are, the stronger we are. And it's just playing out that way now, I, I you know, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I, but I, having them this close and fighting for a spot I, is is proof of the growth of this squad. I'm no, really very excited to see what happens with it. Yeah, you can't say they haven't exceeded expectations. No, you can't. You I, know, very so, happy with it so far. Away to Gotham this weekend on Sunday, playing mm-hmm. a, a playing a team ahead of us on the road. Right, four points out of the playoff spot right now, and a team that just uh, picked up uh, Gonzalez from Spain. I don't know if you so, saw that. That just happened I today. Did not. So, you know, yeah. we could really use a result and to avoid the Joker and Bane yeah, you're uh, right. while there as well. It's one of the <laughs> dumbest team names. It's well, You know, across. they're going to be, well, they, you know, the, 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 well, since they play in New Jersey. <laughs> I mean, just, wow, just, just Gotham, Gotham, non-existent place. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. Really? Gotham, so, Harrison, New Jersey. And a weird, another weird start time. I believe like a five thirty too. Yes, it's a five thirty. Um, so there we go. Let's hope they get a result on the road. Agreed. Um, now we get to the part we're going to speed through. Yeah. Uh, the women's World Cup. Mm. Uh, we... Spain win the final on a goal by Olga Carmona, mm-hmm. uh, who would go on to learn of her father's passing yes. after the game. So bizarre. Oh, so. You know what sounds like? What sounds like a. A Spanish Disney movie. I don't know. It's, it sounds like it just it's it's horrible, man. It. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. And it's it's the thought of having the greatest moment in your life, professional. Now, now marred by that too. And then they having that hand. happening at the same time, yeah. Joe. I tried to think of something that I've ever heard of that was fairly simple. There was a couple of football games. I know Aaron Rodgers heard about the his father passed away the day before a game once. I think it was, and a couple yeah. of other people. But I don't ever remember. An athlete in in a stage quite like the World Cup, yeah. losing a parent. I mean, mm-hmm. wow, that's crazy, bro. That's yeah. crazy. But for anybody that didn't watch that match, uh, masterclass. I thought. I mean, England was better than. Look, well, neither one of us had England going to the final. I I had. I thought they were a little overrated. Um, but I'll tell yeah, you what, they hung it, in there. It broke their way. Yeah, but it, it, it everything it, yeah. broke their way. It sure did. But that, they you know? they were clearly Spain was clearly the better squad in this match. So. And, um, also, I, I always appreciate. I'm sorry to our English listeners that you know, anytime, anytime we can deny the cup from going home, <laughs> I hate that we phrase kept, so much. Oh my, oh yeah, it's, it's, and I tried to, I tried to goad Scouse into saying that <laughs> he wouldn't take the. Bait. He's too smart. Yeah, I was going to say he's he, too smart. But uh, now, man, and, and the thing yeah. is, and we talked about this before. It's this could be a generational run for them. This really could be. Um, so you know, this, this, it's not like this team's going away. They're only going to get better. Uh, and not just them, but several others. So we've talked about that before. We'll see how, we'll see how yeah. that works out. But congratulations uh, to, yeah. to to my other team, and very and happy now, for them. And now we can retire the Spain train for four years. Uh, well, yeah, we can, the next we, World Cup. We can park it with a wreath around it, though. <laughs> but that 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 wreath is now marred by some post game actions, well, post game controversy. Okay. As Spanish Federation President Luis Rubiales was seen kissing. Player Ginny Hermoso after the game, yeah, a, a peck on a peck on the lips. Um, there, I, I up until this morning, I was very torn on this one, Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kiss did not seem sexual in nature, right? 
more celebratory. Right. Um, there's been a lot of blowback from officials within Spain. Yeah. Not within the Federation. Right. Uh, the government, act, the acting PM called Rubiales' apology insufficient and inadequate. Right. But as we talked about last year when mm -hmm. it came to racing, yep. there's only one opinion that matters. Right. And it's the player. The player. That's it. And up until this morning, Jenny Hermoso had kind of just been playing it off. Mm -hmm. But this morning, stories have come out that she has appealed to the Federation to help ensure and protect players' rights so something like this doesn't happen again. Of course. And it should. So this. And she also took to her Instagram to basically lay out that she did not like right. that it had happened. Right. So, you know what? Whatever happens to this guy. Absolutely. He's earned it. If you're stupid enough to do that, then you then you deserve anything you got coming to you. Well, I, I, I don't want to hear about how excited you are or how this or how that. And, and unfortunately, and this... you just you, you don't do that. That's amazingly stupid. I, it just don't do that. And whatever's coming, you, you earned it. You're a dumbass. I it just don't you don't invade somebody's space like that just because. I don't care what you win. I just, Jesus, <laughs> like what well, was also, he thinking? <laughs> he, he, he didn't win anything, right? Also, well, side note. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but, but this is also not his first run-in with this kind of thing. Okay. Uh, as part of the story I read, he also did a suggestive gesture toward his crotch uh, after a goal was scored. Uh, I forget if it was the men's or women's team with a Spanish princess in the nearby suite. Okay. Did he now? This I'm going to ask about. Did he do it to someone? Did he no, do it to a but woman? But it's just that it was in the presence of okay. royalty as well. All right. As long so now, that's neither here nor there with this. But from a class you know, from from a class perspective, yeah. You know, you, if you're running a federation, also, grow up. Also, I hate that this is the thing that's being discussed. It's marring the first women's world cup win for Spain right. and all of that. And this is the big thing on soccer right well, now, ESPN soccer. Well, I mean, the big thing I think is having talked to my cousin um, is that they're happy that they won and yeah, good, you know, over there. And that's, you know, is this putting the shadow over the, the joy of the fans? No. Is it something that absolutely needs to be dealt with and needs to be dealt with directly? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. There's no room for this bullshit. You, what kind of idiot does that? You know what I mean? I just, what are you thinking? I don't care about getting caught up in the moment. I saw a couple comments caught up in the... Yeah, well, if the men win, do you think he's going to get caught up in the moment and kiss a man on the lips? Come on, dude. I, it was so stupid. I, it just, it's embarrassing. It's fucking embarrassing. How could you... Idiot. Idiot. So, so let's hope we hear something in the coming days that he's either resigned or been fired. Right. Well, that's, like I said, we'll leave that up to the Federation and whatever they, whatever, Joey, when it comes to this kind of thing, you just mentioned it before. It's between her, it's between him, it's between the Federation. And, but the thing is that he needs to be dealt with. Okay. There, this can't be a sort of, ah, don't worry about it. No, this isn't a don't worry about it. This is, there, there has to be some sort of serious reprimand here. And if he gets fired, good, fuck him. I, you, you gotta be an idiot. You gotta be an idiot. I don't care how happy you are. Anyway, so, anyway. So speaking of a situation that was kind of dealt with, but mm -hmm. not really. What? Um, U.S. Women's National Team. Vlatko resigned. Yeah, man. Now, no, no, no. You didn't incorrectly hear that as you thought you would. Not resigned. <laughs> resigned. <laughs> not yet. Uh, he probably got <laughs> tired of waiting on the USSF to structure his lifetime deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he stepped down, which you know what? More power to him. Yeah. I respect it. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he admitted... Yeah. You know, he had essentially admitting that he didn't live up to the task. He never said that, of course, but I think the action speaks oh, yeah. for itself. What did he win? So also news came out. The U.S. Women's National Team GM, Kate Markgraf, will also be leaving at the end of the month. Okay. So complete cleaning of the house. Mm -hmm. Joe, who would have guessed that now this is such a huge hire upcoming? This, this duo, this new duo is going to have to be able to develop this next generation. Yeah. Of stars, got a lot of work and to it's do. weird how the U.S. men and U.S. women are sort of parallel in that respect right now. Yep. So, good luck. God bless U.S. Soccer Federation. Let's hope you handle it better than the Greg Burhalter fiasco. Well, that's that's the. Thing. I can't yeah. wait to hear what's going to come out about Vlatko. Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to see. Was it, is it going to be? Was it, I mean, Carly Lloyd already 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 crushed <laughs> already crushed the entire locker room and U.S. Soccer Federation with her comments. Right. 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 <laughs> Let's wait to see what happens now. I can't wait for these fireworks. Well, hopefully it's somebody younger, Joey. I, I'm, I'm hoping that they, they don't go. I hope they get somebody that with a, with a little more energy, a little more charisma, um, in the sense of somebody that you can speak to that has a brighter disposition. 
um, because we talked about this last week, and people can have whatever opinion they want, pro or con, on anything. This squad and this organization and and, and could use a, a a makeover, as far as the image is concerned. And you want as much positivity and as much brightness being portrayed to the to 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 the uh, uh, sports fans out there. So, you know, they can sort of mend some of the things that have happened. When I say mend some of the things that have happened, I'm not saying they did anything wrong. I am saying that there's a split right now. And the only way to make that happen is, you, you know, how do you mend these fences? Well, one of the ways is to get a coaching staff that, that is charismatic to the, to, the, to, the, uh, to the fan base and to the fans in general. Somebody that, you, you know, sort of like a Klopp, Okay. Jurgen, for anything, besides the fact that he's a tremendous coach, Klopp is somebody that it's really hard. It's hard to not like this guy. And I'm an Everton fan, and I love him. I think he's great. You know, and, and that's what I'm talking about. Some sort of presence or personality um, that that can sort of, uh, it, it, you know, brighten up the mood a little bit. Does that make any sense? Oh, it does. I've, I, and I've got the ideal candidate. Okay. Bruce Arena. <laughs> It works my, for the men. My phone. My phone. Wait, there's a problem with my phone. Uh-huh. Are you there? Are so, you there? <laughs> so I don't know, but it's yeah. It's there's a, a happy high, guy. It's a huge higher upcoming. Mm-hmm. You know, take, yeah. As much as as much as we lamented on what they did with the men's team, mm-hmm. take your time here. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. there's no rush there upcoming. Really isn't. You know, we do have the Olympics next year, right? Um, but that's also next year. Like you've got yeah. some time. Vet, do your vetting, and also with everything still going on in women's soccer, mm-hmm. you know, do your proper vetting. Well, I think you know, I think they have friendlies n- the end of next month. A couple of them. They've got some. They got an acting coach still already right. in place. Okay. okay, you know, let that person deal with that. But hopefully, it's you not know? some brooding sort of like you just mentioned, Arena, like Arena 2.0. Arena 1.0 was wonderful. He was great with the fans. He was great with the television. Arena 2.0 was the complete antithesis of Arena 1.0, a brooding, sour, grumpy person. And, uh, you know, hopefully whoever they have is closer to Arena Point Two. I think that's going to matter, Joey. I mean, whoever they put up here, even with the GM, that's going to matter, you know, as, as we push forward, it I is, think, you know. It's going to be it's, – it's the biggest hire in their history. Yes, it is, no doubt, because the rest of the world's uh, caught up. No, no, no hyperbole there. No. Biggest hire in their history. No. So speaking of, you know, last last week we we ranked the top ten U.S. women's players ever. If you want to talk about an antithesis yeah. to that, <laughs> now we're going to slog through the top ten U.S. men's players ever. Yes, we are. I'm so very excited to do this. So my, my approach is my approach might it was a little different with this. All players from New Jersey. I see how this no, is going to work. No, not all players from New Jersey, okay. but we're going to do a little okay. history here. So there may be a couple names that get left off that could okay. easily be put. But I tried okay. to I tried to take this as a teaching moment for our twenties, our, our twenty and thirty year olds. <laughs> so I'll start. Go ahead. Uh, man. My number ten is. Chris Wondolowski. Oh, Chris Wondolowski. I'm sorry. That's my most likely to be Paul Bear. Right? I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Click. My number 10? Mm-hmm. My number 10 is actually Kobe Jones. Okay. No, you know, he's one of my also rants. He, I have him most, in my... Mm-hmm. I, 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 can't, I can't not put the guy... That's I hate double negatives. Right. I cannot exclude... Right. The the man who is the most capped U.S. player yes, ever. Yes, absolutely. 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 So... I, if we were doing... I, I just can't. He didn't do anything else. Right. But just for putting on the jersey 164 times, right? Welcome to tenth place, Kobe. Right, right, right. And 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 you want to talk about a guy that was that was energetic, and uh, you want to talk about the motor on him, the engine, and the the, the courage that he played with, and that hair. Oh yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. He had he had everything. He had the package, yeah. the charisma. He had all of that, and he, and and he played with such fire. And it didn't matter when. He's one of those guys, Joey. We talked about this. The last couple of years with the men's national team, uh, when they would be playing the Hondurases and El Salvadors, and and we'd be sitting there, especially when they're going through qualifying, going, "What's going on here?" If if you put Kobe on that team, there's no "What's going on here?" I mean, he's on fire no matter what. That's why I loved him. He should be on my list, but the the approach I took with my list is a little different. So, okay. So who's your number ten? Okay, number ten, kids. <laughs> Since we're doing a little, I've got a top ten because we're including history in here. Because we're going to okay. mention a couple of players that people have never heard of. Okay, number that's a challenge. I'll take that. I'll take that as a challenge. Number ten is a name that you've probably never heard of, but there's a reason he's on here because he's really the first great American club player. 
His name's Archie Stark, okay, mm-hmm. originally from Scotland. Um, he played professionally for 22 years in the United States, played for a whole bunch of different clubs around the Jersey and New York area. But mainly, the reason I put him on here, he's the first person to ever score uh, in a friendly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And but the thing the reason I put him on here is that he was the he was the star on the first great club team. And that was Bethlehem Steel back in the twenties. Okay. He was their star. And this was a this was just a a blue class dude or, uh, or I'm sorry, a, a blue collar dude along with all the other blue collar dudes that played in around the in the country in that day that came through Kearney, came through okay. New Jersey. But he's the, really the first. And if anybody wants to look up his history, it really is it's interesting stuff. You should check him out. Probably doesn't hurt he died in Kearney too. Well, actually, he uh, did back in the '80s, and, and uh-huh. he's—he's—he he's, was the grandfather of a friend of mine. So, uh huh. But so that's, that's what one down. No, obviously, Kobe Jones could easily. I mean, he Kobe Jones could have replaced a couple of like three people on this list. But there's a reason okay. I did what I did. So, go ahead. Well, mm-hmm. I'm I'm one for one in recognizing your your old timers. There you go. Um, because I've used that as a trivia question before. <laughs> yes, you have. Is who scored the first goal that's in right. U.S. Men's National Team history? Yep. Uh, my number nine. Mm-hmm. Might want to shield your ears here. Uh, is one Josie Altador. Yikes. Okay. I, I Third in goals at 42. Pitch him. Okay. Um, you know, it's hard not to put a top five goal scorer on the list. Um, he'd be higher if he feasted on more than just the CONCACAF Caribbean nations. That's exactly why I don't have him on here, Drew. So, um, you know, I think he's also, uh, some people on this list too, or people who just missed the list, he's one of those people that just never lived up. Yeah. To that potential. Two big injuries and two... That's the reason I don't have him here. Two big injuries and two key points in his life. And that, and that's so, that's not his fault. You know? No, and, and but then that's I'm, also why I have him at nine, even and, though you're the third highest goal scorer. And in, I'm a little bitter. In team history. I am a little bitter. I'm going to admit this. I'm a little bitter that he split Europe as soon as, soon as he did to go to, to come back here because I thought it was sure. premature. But sure. no, he was a good player. No, I'm not taking that away from him, you know? Yeah. But that that's the theme, though, of this U.S. list, though, I feel, as a whole, is you don't have a lot of the great... Right. You know, you just right. like, oh, yeah, they were good. Right, right. But this list could be you 20. Know? You could put 20 people on this list. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's easily. All right. So mm-hmm. who do we have it? Number nine? Uh, well, actually, hold on. I got, I got to say, he also has one of my favorite chants at AO history. Okay. I'm not sure if this is if this is allowed, so you can edit it out if you would like to, mm-hmm. um, or if it's kosher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have a chant for AO Louisville. Uh, he's big. He's quick. He's got a massive dick out the door, <laughs> out the door. Jesus. And I, I used to have a rebuttal that was like, he's slow, he's hurt, something like that. Just to throw it, and I can't remember it, sadly. So if you would like to, send that out, you know. There you go. So I'll give you a perfect pickup point, Joseph. So who is your number nine now that we've gotten Josie out the door, no, out no, of the way? I and mean, I know this is a little low. Some people are going to say, so I got Brian McBride at number nine. Okay. And, um, All right. you know, great American career, obviously. Had some success overseas as well. Okay. Uh, long career, tough. Yeah. Do you remember that elbow so, he took against Italy? Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. And so I'll, I'll go ahead and spoil the news. He's my eighth. Right. Okay. So yeah. I, I mean, he I he was such he was so tough, and I love players yeah. like that up top. He wasn't a prima donna. A goal and, scorer and that's, that's not a prima donna is somebody. Yeah. And that's going to be a theme here. <laughs> but I sure. just you know I just let's loved, give this too. He's fifth in goals too. Exactly. Like he wasn't unproductive. Exactly. Um. Also, let's be honest. That's one of the prettiest faces yeah, in U.S. Every, men's nasty history. I remember the, that's a handsome fellow yeah, with, with all titanium. I remember him making yes. that joke. Like his, his his entire bridge structure is all titanium now. He's, and fun fact, they named I believe it was a, a bar at Fulham Stadium after him. Well, he earned it from his time there, yeah. McBride's. Yep, he earned. So it. yeah, he's my eighth. Mm-hmm. He's your ninth. Yep. So I, I was never good at math. So now we're back on your eighth. My eighth Friedel. Okay. Brad Friedel. Okay. Um, All right. Just you know, it was an era of some really good keepers, right? Okay. And, and he, I think he elevated above the other two that played at his time during his time. Okay. And, All right. Uh, he put some. He put on some amazing performances too. And it was just it, when you're anchoring a team that's fighting for success like that team did, and you're the anchor behind everything, and you put that kind of work in. I, it was quite, uh, you know easily could have dropped him like twelfth and mentioned a couple. I was like Chirundolo's a guy I don't have on. You can move Chirundolo. Sure. That's but, a workhorse. Yeah, he was a workhorse. But to, but a guy like that, it was just hard for me to keep him on. Yeah, he was he was in my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so my seventh, this mm-hmm. could be a controversial one, but I go with it. Do it, Michael Bradley. Yeah, man. Okay, okay. Third all time in caps, one of over three at over one hundred and fifty. Right. Um, total, and I give him a lot of respect for overcoming the stigma 
right. of being Bob Bradley's kid. Yeah, you know what? That, that's that's a good point, Joe. He over he did overcome a lot in his first six. He five, dealt six with years, he a did. lot of hate. You're right. You're right. You that's know. A good point. Uh, and he was the motor and heart of that midfield yes, for he was. a very long yes, he time. Was. Yeah, that's right. That's 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 legitimate. I got no problem with that. I mean, like I plus, said, I, plus always, always, I, I miss him so much. for just always yelling. He's so angry, just all the time. Dude never smiled. Yeah, See, dude I, was always so admit, angry. I've got I've got bitterness. It, it's just my own stupidness between him and Josie because they split Europe so quick to take sure. the, take the gig in Toronto, and I was like, why are you doing this? But he did, and because I'm not judging. Joe, MLS is all that matters. Yes, well, you know, and uh, but no, I, I get it, I get that. Okay, who's is it? Mark? Right. What, what am I? We're doing seventh, right? Seven, correct. Oh, I love this guy. I love. I couldn't keep him off Eddie Pope. Okay, could not keep Eddie Pope yep. off this list. Okay, I mean, I mean, a star defender, and a t- at a time when all we had was grit compared to the top ten qu- clubs in the world. You know, sure, uh, sure, sure, sure. You know, and and he could score a little bit, but he was yeah. just, you know, he was an anchor. Just like I just mentioned, Friedel, he was an anchor, and I loved watching that guy play. He, you know, yeah, class. He just gets forgotten a lot. Yeah, because he's a defender, you know? and it's I, you know, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm this. My list is almost those first five or six people are the little guy list. You know, yeah. but, not, you I know, hate that. But uh, no, he was a tremendous, tremendous player, and and for the length that he eleven, ten, eleven years, I think he was on the squad. Yeah. So I threw him in there. I, I'll give you my number six. A lot of people probably don't think about. Mm-hmm. To Marcus, sure, Beasley. Oh, are you kidding? Easily, easily. The only U.S. man to play at four mm-hmm. World, World Cups. Cups. That's right. Uh, seventh in caps, and also a lot of respect. He reinvented himself. You're right. From playing up forward, playing in the attack. Yep. To being and a defender, a left back, which is a position the U.S. men's national team really wishes was never created. That. Uh, most of its existence. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I just don't see how he's not a top ten player. Featuring at forward now, other people have made four World Cups. He is the only one to play mm-hmm. at four World right, Cups. Right, right, right. right. So, and plus, you know, the beating. Just, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. He, he was just reliable. Oh, and Joey was just going to say that the beating he would take at 135 pounds and just get up every time. Yeah, I think you're being yeah. generous. Yeah, really, really. It's probably less than that. 135 soaking wet after somebody dumps yeah. some water on him. No, but yeah, right. to Marcus Beasley, the only guy four World Cups for Americans. Right. So. So let's, he, let, let's see, let, let's see let's see what Joe's got at six to try now, to stop me. No, he easily could have been this spot. Okay, okay. He's one of the four names that I could have put on here, but I, this is once again we're doing the history thing, American history. Okay. The first, my first Captain America was Ricky Davis. Okay. He okay. Was, he's from the eighties. Uh, he played with the Cosmos seventies and eighties. He was the young American that was playing next to Pele, and next mm. to uh, Canalia, and next to Beckenbauer, and next to all these guys bogey and all these great european players and you know he was this kid that he he was he was a standout in a time when there was nothing going on sure you know and, and eventually had to go indoors because there was you know it was like mls was or not mls i'm sorry and the nasl was was dying and, and yeah. you know he was starting to get his injuries because he, he was pretty injury prone towards the end of his career but in the mid 70s and early 80s he was the guy he was America's player. I mean, it was Werner Roth. There was uh, uh, Kyle Rowe Jr. There were other players, but he was the guy. And okay. the bravery, and they loved him in New York, loved him. He was a superstar. And, you know, all, if you go back and look at the comments of the guys that played on that team, like Pele and Beckenbauer, yeah. what they talked about Ricky Davis, I mean, he was a superstar. He re- he was a star when we had nothing. And I, I just, we were making okay. this list. I had to put him on here because my so own, that- you know, yeah, you know. That that that's now two, yeah, man. Uh, two thus far shooter mm-hmm. of of New York, <laughs> New Jersey connections, right? Uh, so now we get into the the heralded top five. Yeah, man. Uh, this was actually tough uh, for me at this point. Okay, my fifth is Tim Howard. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, most I'll just, wins. I'll say this right now. I have him fourth. So okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I do not. Mm-hmm. I got him fifth. There's a reason, and I'll get mm-hmm. to it. Right. Uh, I have most wins and second in shutouts. I think he is the best pure shot stopper mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in American soccer history. Right, okay. Just in terms of ability to stop shots, athleticism, all of that. Right. I think he's it. Right. Um, plus, I mean, he still holds the world record, well, the World Cup record for most saves in a game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Secretary of Defense against Belgium. Right, right, right. In the knockout <laughs> That round. was an amazing performance. Um, so, yeah, Tim Howard's my number five. 
Mm-hmm. Who you got? Okay. Now, I'm, there's a name I could easily put a five, and I was going to put it down, but I'm thinking you're going to say him in a bit. So okay. what I did is for the same reason, only a little different. I've actually got two names, and I know I'm cheating a little bit. That's but there's a cheat. a, yeah, that, that's that cheat. is cheating, but there's a reason I, for what it. What else should I expect from someone from Jersey? Right. But we, when we start talking about Americans that had success in Europe, and I think we might be going down that road eventually, but okay. there's two guys that we need to keep re, to, to keep in our memory that had success when we had nothing. Okay. Okay? One of those guys is a pretty obvious name. That's Winalda, Eric Winalda. Okay. okay had a he's lot in of, my honorable mentions. Right. He's a, he had a lot of success in Germany when we had absolutely nothing. And you want to talk about tough. Yeah. I would argue he's the toughest player we ever had. Okay. I, I think you can make the argument as far as a field player is concerned, he was a bulldog. I mean, he was an absolute bulldog and can do whatever. If there was a if there was mud uh, with a steel post with friggin' barbed wire on it, he'd run into it. I mean, he was insane, and and he just had that attitude that that you know they fell in love with him over there, and there was a reason. And plus, he had talent when there was there was no clubs or anything like that going on at that time. And there's another name on here from the same time, and I mentioned it because we talk about people that have won titles, and and we know Pulisic has won. But the, uh, the Thomas Dooley, I don't know if, you, okay. if anybody remembers yep. Thomas Dooley, but yep. he, he won in Bundesliga, okay, back in 90. Right, let me read my notes, 90, 1990. And then he won, They won. he won the Europe Cup with, with uh, was it Leverkusen? Was it, no, Joey, you know who he played with? The team that came over here from Germany. Uh, 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 FC uh, uh, Kleiser. Kleiser Slaughter. He was with them. And he won... Bundesliga with that team in 91, 90, and then 91, he won the precursor to uh, Champions League. So a player like that needs to be mentioned because he's part of the history when we thought, oh, we didn't, well, you didn't have anybody doing that until 2000. No, we did. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> it's was fair. a hell of a player. I, mean, I, think, I want to yeah. say he had, a, he had well over 100 caps. And, um, you know, both of those guys were, were you know, were, were just great players. So th- there's another name I, I was going to put there that I didn't be- for the same reasons, kind of. But that's why I decided to put those two names there because we're doing uh, history. So go ahead. Okay. I mean, technically, I did a top 11, too. Just the 11th is my Paul Bear. Oh, okay. Uh, Chris Wondolowski. Wondolowski. Um, so my number four, or your T3, mm-hmm. um, T5, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, I put Casey Keller. Right, that's a great. I put him one spot ahead of Tim Howard, right. just because he has the most shutouts, uh, yep. second in wins, and yep. he spent seventeen years, years. That's right. In that net, so mm-hmm. uh, I had him just slightly above Howard. It hurt just a little, because Timmy was my goalkeeper. Right. Uh, and we're speaking about fun chance. If he, if whether or not you kept in the Altador chant, uh, we used to have a chant for Timmy Howard too. I forgot to mention this. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you, for those who are uneducated, I know this is Casey Keller's spot, right. but that's what Tim Howard did was take Casey Keller's spot. Right. Um, for the for the uneducated as well on mm-hmm. that one, Tim Howard has Tourette's. Yes. He does. Uh, that's and on cool. game day, he he doesn't want to take his medication because he says it slows his reaction time. Mm-hmm. This is why he had issues at Manchester United. Yep. Before he went because they wanted him to take his meds because they didn't want an right. episode during the games. Yep. Yep. We used to have a chant at AO Louisville we made into a shirt. Timmy Howard's mental. Timmy Howard's mental. Oh, Timmy Howard's mental. Shit, fuck, cock balls. And then someone would yell out. One guy was tasked with yelling out, it's funny because he has Tourette's. Right, 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 right. Uh, but, yeah, Casey Keller, probably the best goalkeeper in American history just for longevity and stats. Right, right, exactly. That's, that's, and that's also no an accomplished that, right. overseas keeper. Yeah, and that's, that's the reason. I would have had him at number five. So That would have been the guy I had at number five. Because of the length and the success he had wherever he went, and you yeah. want to talk about a guy that was adored over there, adored. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yes, he he would have been the guy that I picked, but I wanted to go a little deeper. So anyway, uh, where were we at? Number four. We were. I already did Tim Howard. He's the yes. reason, and I blame him. I I blame him for my support of Everton because he's the guy that got me to support them, and okay. I will and I will never forgive him now because how how freaking bad they are. <laughs> how how rude of him. But what a keeper, how- dude. What How a keeper! Of him. What also a, when he was hot. Not, come on, come on. It's not USA related, but one of the few keepers in Premier League history to score. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a great call too. The wind. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's it's easily a one A one B. between those oh, two. Yeah, totally. You know. Totally. Um. So that's your number four with uh-huh. my number five. Mm-hmm. My number three. Christian Pulisic. Mm-hmm. I put him at three. He's already sixth in goals. Um. Big time, big game player. Look mm-hmm. at what he's done against Mexico. 
you you can claim they're not what they used to be, but it's still a big hyped up game. Right. Um, he had a massive World Cup this last time through. I argue he is already the most accomplished club player in team history. In U.S. team history? In terms of I, I where guess. he's been, right. what he's done. Okay. Um, I think he's the most talented ever person to wear a USA jersey. It's very, very, very possible. Very so possible. I put him at three. I think, I think by when it's all said and done, he's number one. Okay. But as of this writing, number three. Now I left him off the list completely because I went with history. Every single, okay. every single player that I have here is no longer playing. Okay. So I mean, obviously, and if there, and if there's an active player to be on there, it's only him. Of course, I'd be number one. Yeah. By by yeah. by by a by a stretch, it, you know. Okay. So I'm that's sorry. the only, hey, hey, don't you dare besmirch Jesus Ferreira's name like that again. <laughs> don't you dare. Phone. Tr- All right. Let's get the train. Let's get the train back on the track. Spain train. Joe, Joe Val is number three. Oh, you, I know you're not going to like this, but I had. I mean, because he was Claudio Reina. I was going to take a guess. How How am I shocked? Yeah. Claudio Reina, he, dude. Midfielder? He's in my honorable mentions. Right, right, right. Because I am not ready to forgive or forget no, yet. No, I understand that. And I understand. And, and Joey, we did this the last time. I, you, And I'm not saying you're wrong. Please, please. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying Too that late. I... You know, it's just, it's just, I do, I, I only worry about what's on the field. I mean, I, you know, unless, okay. unless they committed a murder or something like that. Like, you're not going to, you're not going to get me to say that OJ Simpson is one of the top 10 running backs. <laughs> don't, <laughs> you know, don't one up, don't, don't one up Raina right now. Okay. Well, Claudio, don't give him ideas. That midfielder was amazing. You want to talk about a team that, that was, he was a quarterback of a, of a team that exceeded, exceeded expectations uh, in South Korea. I mean, it just, it was just there were so many things that he did, and then you know going to Rangers and having the run that he had with Rangers, and then coming over to Manchester City, he was a top. He was rated in his position the best midfielder in the year that he, the one of the years he played there. This was an American, and it wasn't like Manchester City was worth anything at the time anyway. And uh, and plus, yes, for for you twenty something kids who do listen to this, as few and far between as you, yeah, been, exactly, maybe, exactly. Manchester City wasn't always loaded with cash. No, they weren't. And uh, so. he locked that shit down when he was there. And he it just you want to talk about tough, accurate, uh, d- everything that he did. He was just he was a dominant player. And I, I understand, Joey. I I I understand exactly where you're coming from. And but. So. Uh, but I had to put another three. I, I wonder if our top two are the same. Uh, yeah, really. But I, let's see. I'd be stunned if they weren't. At two, I have Clint Dempsey. Absolutely. Tied for most goals. I'm going to say biggest personality in team history. Sure, sure. You know? Who doesn't love Deuce? Good. Plus, who doesn't love the, the fat head of Deuce's face? Oh, my gosh. At all these games against Jamaica. Right, right, right. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he scored the most American goal ever for my book. Mm-hmm. Uh, against, I believe it was Portugal at the World Cup, when he scored with his uh, pelvic region. Yeah. Um, yeah, Americans go, you score with your head? Yeah, we found another one. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah, Clint Dempsey for me at number two. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just a, you never assumed he would become what he became. Like, Yeah, he did, come, he, he did like sort of explode out, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, at Fulham, when he was there, Joe, he wasn't just there. He yeah. was one of the top strikers in he the, was the league feature. at yeah. that point. He had a run for about a year and a half where you mentioned him in the top four of yeah. all the people that were scoring goals. Yeah. No and one's then, done that. There's been no American that's done that. None. No. And, and and then fucking Spurs had to yeah, and then Spurs, sink exactly. their teeth into him. Exactly. And that was he, he should have never left. But so. I understand why he did. It's just, you know, but at Fulham, he was such a dominant force, and they adored yeah. him over there. Tough yeah. too, man. You want to talk about a tough dude? So, um, so uh, I'm taking a theme from this list. Americans should go to Fulham. Yeah, really. Uh, Brian McBride, <laughs> Clint Dempsey. Dempsey. Um, so okay. So that means I think we have our same number one. Can I Do throw a out down one, like last week? Can I throw out one one other guy that just for honorable mention that we should have? If mentioned? it's Chris Wondolowski, I'm going to disconnect this phone. Call. No, no, but Joe Max Moore, man. You want to talk about yeah. another dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a fair one. You, talk, you want to talk I about mean, England? I mean, he played it. He played yeah. uh, Everton for a little bit too, but he had a great run. And I, it, I've got a, mm-hmm. I got a couple other honorable mentions too. Go ahead. Uh, before we do our number one, you know, just for the impact he had in terms of breaking a barrier, one is Alexi Lawless, mm-hmm. first American in uh, Serie A, Italy, that's right. Uh, Ernie Stewart, yeah. You know, he was one of those groundbreakers too, yeah. especially playing in Europe, and then. I think he gets forgotten as a captain, Carlos Bocanegra. Sure. sure uh, longtime center back, captain of those 2000s teams. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I think we I think we're ready for our just like last week countdown three two one say mm-hmm. the same number one player. Yep, here we go. Ready three, three two, two one. one. Landy cakes. Chris Chris Wondolowski. <laughs> uh, folks, that's the end of the show. I actually put him thank there. You for, thank you. Thank you for thank you for joining us, Joey. You take care yeah. of yourself. Have a good life. Uh, but yes. <laughs> How do you not put Landon Donovan there yeah, for man. now? Are you Tied most goals all time. You need to combine the next three players to beat his assist total. Yeah. Um, arguably has the most iconic moment in U.S. soccer mm-hmm. history. Right. The goal against Algeria to get mm-hmm. out of the World Cup group. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's Landon Donovan. I'd have him even higher as a number one if he would just shave his damn head yeah. and just quit Which clinging. Is, he's clinging to his testosterone. Oh. It's behind his hairline is behind his ears, Joey. The like, mm-hmm. just I, uh, two years ago when he was coaching San Diego, I got him to turn around and give me a sarcastic thumbs up uh, at Scouts House during pregame warmups because I yelled, "Landon, you need to tap out to baldness." And like, he just sarcastically <laughs> gave me a thumbs up, like, "Dude, I can see your forehead from here." <laughs> like, but let's I, also be honest. Maybe not a more polarizing player in U.S. history either. Ooh, the, like, do, do the Mexicans for, for, hate him or what? Mike, well, not on. even just that. The U.S. fan base. Okay. I mean, for a guy who we both agreed mm-hmm. was the top player in U.S. men's national team history. Right, right, right. Dude didn't have a lot of fans. <sighs> yeah. Uh, you know? I, I mean, I, was, I, I, could, I could agree with that. It's just that I was always one of them. Yeah, I was always a fan. Okay. I, you know, it's just because not only did he, um, first of all, I've only had tears in my eyes watching the United States soccer team enjoy once, and that's when he scored that goal against Tunisia. Against who? I'm sorry. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Tunisia? Oh no, Algeria. Algeria. Did I say Tunisia? Oh, Jesus, Algeria. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you were at least in the right continent yeah. and region of said continent. I just, I'm, my brain so, shut off. For but a yeah, but also I just love that they got that goal. I didn't care right. who it was, right. but it was great. It was him. Right, but, After the way that goalkeeper had acted all game. Right. And I was in you know, the, wagging I, his finger, right, smiling right. at the Americans and all that. Oh, you made the initial save on Clint Dempsey. How nice. Yeah, really, really. And there's Landon Donovan to, to just bury you. So not only um, not only was I in tears when that happened, and then the next day, or not that maybe the same day, I listened back to Andres Contour's call. The, the call in Spanish. If no one has ever heard that, if you're listening to the show and you have never heard Cantor's call of of Donovan's goal in that match against Algeria, you really need to go because that's my that to me is the greatest call of any goal in the United States history ever. English, Spanish, Martian, I don't care what it is. Take a minute, get on YouTube and find and, and just and just look up Andres Contour Donovan goal. And I'm telling you it's the greatest call ever of an American goal. Ever. Yeah. And then he went over to Everton and he had success. They loved him over there. Yeah, let, let, let's be honest. He was that first, mm-hmm. that first American dipping toes in the water over there that made big news. Right, and and him th- going over there. And the thing that they loved about him, Joey, which I think you could probably say about several American players, is his lack of selfishness. Even mm-hmm. though he could score goals, he was. I remember the, the announcers being really impressed with him because he was not afraid to give a. Sh- he would not take a shot if he didn't need to when someone was open. He distributed it really. Well. I want to say he had nine I'm, assists his first year. I mean, yeah. he was really I mean, good, really good he, stuff. He, Top assist guy in U.S. men's national team history. That ain't getting taken down anytime soon. No, no. You know when you have the next three players covered, right? Combined. So, but the greatest, hard not to hard not to ever say hard not to say he's number one. Right. You but know, still my greatest moment is him getting a red card at a game that I attended. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, so you know, let's be honest too. This was a little more depressing and tougher. Well, than it's the harder US because it's, it's longer. It's it's a it's a much longer history with a much deeper pool. You and know? a lot less success. And a lot less success. That's absolutely so, correct. You know, absolutely correct. So it's you know it's so. it, you know, but we still I think we, like I said easily easily could have had uh, uh, Kobe up there, uh, and and would have had Keller up there. So yeah. you know, so I mean, and like I said, my my thing was going with people that are still playing. I mean, that are no longer playing. So yes. Pulisic definitely would have been up there. I think if Geo could stay healthy, and, and and he'll definitely get in there too, so because they is, you know this is officially. This is officially the biggest Homer podcast of oh, Joe Vallis. There's career. no doubt. There's no doubt. We hyped I, up. Oh, oh, we oh, hyped oh, up. Oh. Hold on. Go we ahead. hyped up Jorge. Yes, we did. We hyped up Kristen Davis. That's correct. You got to run the Spain train. Yes, we did. But you and know, you just brought up Gio Reyna. But you know what I didn't do, Joey? I didn't put the three Carney guys in the top ten from the nineties. So you got to give me a little credit there because I didn't put Ramos, Harks, or Miola in there. 
And I could have went, just because I'm from Carney, I'm going to... But I did put Stark in there. But Stark deserves to be there for the way I did this. Takes takes gum out of mouth, puts on one hole (laughs) on the hole of the ship. There you go, man. Um, So, uh, we will wrap this up with your trivia question, which is U.S. Men's National Team related. Okay. Who is the active Caps leader for the U.S. Men's National Team, having debuted in 2014? Active Caps leader, person still playing. Yedlin? That is actually correct and absolutely correct. Wow, man. With 81. Yeah. With no goals somehow. (laughs) But you know what? With all all the times Jurgen Klinsmann played him at right wing. Right, right, right. Dear Lord, let's, wow. Just, that was a thing. Yes, DeAndre Yedlin is your leading Caps player at 81. But you talked about that resurgence before. And, you know, Tim Ream has had it. You know, Yedlin had not quite to the same level as Ream has had, or Beasley. But he's had that too recently. You know, a little bit of a resurgence. Good for him. Sure. But, yeah, so that's that's your active active leader in appearances. Yeah, man. Um, You know, who knows? Maybe we'll we'll, we'll see him again. Who knows not? I do have to say this, though, before we finish this off. Yeah, man. I mentioned say this about Landon Donovan. Uh Uh-huh. Dude got unceremoniously kicked to the curb. Yes, he did. That was that was a very you know, unfortunate situation. Let's let's bring that up too and give him his due there. Right. The fact that Klinsman just you know sent him off into the wilderness. That was not and, yeah. Instead of bringing him to the World Cup. And I was uh, such which, a fan of Donovan, and then and but I really liked Klinsman too, and it was just so uncomfortable. It really was. I, I hear you absolutely. And just and let, 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 let's make sure let's make sure we, we we give that due out there that. He should have been treated a lot better at the end there. From the, I, can't, I, I, um, I agree with you 100%. So, hope to see everyone out Saturday night uh, as we take on a third-place West team. So, yeah. again, ch- chance? Much chance. more much more hope than when we play the 10th place. <laughs> chance? Still confused. I wonder what the weather's going to be asking, like. I'm going to keep asking a Magic 8 ball. Have you checked the weather? We'll, I'm going I'm to check the weather just to finish this weather up. Weather seems like uh, 80s. Good because this this so, sucks. Whatever this is, this sucks. <laughs> yes, it does. It's it's fourth summer. Mm-hmm. I, Let's see here. It's fourth summer. <laughs> Saturday, high eighty nine, low sixty eight. Forty three percent rain. Uh, of course, of course. But it looks like but it looks like it may just be in the morning. Okay. Chances, but yeah, we're also, supposed to remember this. I've learned this key fact, mm-hmm. Joseph. We're living as I'm speaking to myself and you. Mm-hmm. Is that. Some of this is me doing this out here in Fern Creek mm-hmm. and not down at the river where the stadium is. Right, right. Because different environments, different weather system. Yeah, the rain chance as of right now is in the morning. Okay, good. So, but this is soccer Saturday night. That's true. I think the, I think the heat wave sort of ends Friday, doesn't it? I think. What was Let's it? whatever. Hope. Let's hope. Because there might not be a center four podcast that much longer yeah, really. if I if I am melted. <laughs> if All I go wicked witch of the West. All right, man. Um so yeah, let's 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 see everyone out Saturday night, hopefully hydrated. Ninja alive. Turtle right? Ninja Turtle. Right? I think they've got uh, some Ninja Turtle stuff. I don't know shit about them. All I know is that they have artists' names, I think, right? So I yes, don't know anything. The Renaissance about... painters. See, there should be there should be a Vincent then, like one that runs around with one ear. Listeners, if a you're Picasso. still here right now, thank you. <laughs> there should be a Picasso too, like his head's connected to his his, his head's connected to his leg. <laughs> Raphael, Leonardo. There should be a Picasso. Michelangelo. Like one of his legs is connected to his nose. A Picasso would be awesome. <laughs> I humor myself so much sometimes. <laughs> I'm glad you make yourself laugh. Oh my gosh! All right, man. Thanks a lot for doing this again. Yeah, thank you. I think. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books, episode number 81. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. He always does a wonderful job, and as always, want to thank you for listening. As, uh, as like I said, as always, please remember the three C's, as I stammer over my own words. Compliments, comments, and criticisms. We love the compliments. Appreciate the comments. And, man, bring on the criticisms. If there's anything you think we should be doing or we're missing or we got wrong, hey, come on, man. This is your show, too. So uh, would love to hear from you. Joey and I are both on Facebook, and then we have the Center Forward Podcast uh, account on Twitter as well. Uh, We are on iTunes, Amazon, Podbean, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love, man. You know what I don't love? Sweating. (laughs) 
That's all right, though, you know. I'm not going to complain about the weather because it's beautiful out. It is warm and sunny and you feel alive. And that's an awesome thing. And it's nice to get things going in the right direction again. Man, that new job, it's only been two weeks, but I feel like it's going to be a good thing. There's so much paperwork to still do because I've got access to government information and I have to have like massive clearance and it takes a couple months to do, but <sighs> just want to get rolling here. A little healthier, had a good week last week health-wise. Then got to the game Saturday with racing, hung out, played some, played some drum, some snare drum, and that's always fun to do. Nice crowd at that match, too, like we talked about. So things are well. And, man, it's not always that we get to say we've had a good week, right? It wasn't perfect. I mean, I could have made a couple of better choices here and there. But I guess we all could say that. It's just nice to be able to say you feel like, finally, after some crazy time, you know, we're turning the corner here. And I'm saying I feel like we're turning the corner because it's not my personal life. I, I feel like things are going pretty well. But it feels like, man, I hate to jinx it, but it feels like we're turning the corner a bit socially too. Man, like I've, I've talked about, and I don't do specifics on this because I don't want to get into the topics, but we got some rough sledding coming, right? But man, there are things going on out there that that give me a little bit of hope that people are starting to sort of snap out of things and maybe talking to each other a little bit more and finding out that maybe who we are is a lot more intricate than some of the things that society wants to define us by. I don't want to get into any specifics like I said. <laughs> but the whole idea is to just love people, man. Why is that so hard? And if somebody's telling you not to, do it anyway. You want to find out how quick things work out for you? Build those bonds, man. That's all I can tell you. I wish I could say it in a manner that really reaches out to just not you all, but everybody. It feels like a lot of people are doing that. That makes me happy. Anyway, my name's Joseph Fowler, host of the Center Forward Podcast. Let's see what happens this weekend, man. Hopefully Louisville City match with Oakland. See what happens. Racing again. Come on. I love you all. Let's have a wonderful rest of the week. God bless.